three, two, <laughs> one. Good evening, vampires, werewolves, and all other nocturnal beings. Welcome to Titties by Night, a Vampire the Masquerade actual play run entirely by creatures of marginalized genders and presented by Tabletop Titties. My name is Kelly, I'm pronouns are they, them, and I will be your storyteller for tonight. But before we get into the episode, we want to acknowledge the colonial history of Canada and how Canada has and continues to take from indigenous people. The effects of colonization are still felt to this day, and we acknowledge that this episode is being recorded on the stolen land of the Sequetmic, Semiamu, Keitsi, Quatland, Musqueam, Squamish, Tsleil-Waututh, and Coast Salish First Nations. If you would like to know more about the effects of colonization and support some indigenous charities and organizations, you can go to the resources page on our website at tabletoptitties.com slash resources. I'm joined by the investigators of the occult and unusual. Hello, my name is Emily Matchett. I don't know why I said it like that. That's fine. We're we're having a day today. (laughs) It is Emily Matchett. I'm not pretending about anything um my <laughs> pronouns are she her and i play imogen white the salubri whose pronouns are also she her hello everybody i'm charlene bear you can call me char my pronouns are she they and i play octavia smith the tremere whose pronouns are she her hello everyone my name is rachel Thielade. my pronouns are she her and i will be playing evelyn stormloff the nosferatu whose pronouns are also she her Hey, so possible triggers for this episode, gendered violence, gaslighting and body horror, as well as general vampirism, uh, cannibalism, all those vampire things. Our lines mean that any harassment that happened in this episode won't go too far for comfort. But if at any point it does get too uncomfortable for you, dear viewers, uh, you can step away or come back next episode. We'll always have previously on to let you know what you missed. Uh, we do use lines and veils. Uh, it is a safety tool. I would recommend everyone to use it. I've got a whole compiled list of everybody's uh, different triggers and hard nose and whatnot, um, and we will not hit them. And at any point, if things get too rough for my players, they can X card. We'll end the, the scene, change the cannon, uh, check in, possibly go be right back, and, uh, you know, just generally keep up on everybody's well-being because... Listen, this is a role-playing game, and at the end of the day, fuck the characters if the players aren't safe. Mm. It's about having fun. Yes, but also, occasionally I get to torture you. (laughs) (laughs) Previously on Titties by Night, that's the name of the show. (laughs) It's a day. The IOU rushed back to the city to receive Marguerite's doll, only to find the streets in havoc. It seemed that the riot and the carnival had spilled out into the surrounding bureau. At the site of the carnival, Evelyn spotted Elvina Giovanni, Octavia's necromantic rival, rushing away from the scene, nearly in a frenzy. Octavia got blasted with visions of different lives from different places around the globe, and Imogen ran into the burning carnival grounds to find the doll. Things sort of went off the rails at that point. Evelyn witnessed Elvina get her final death at the hands of Inquisitors, uh, who also stole the doll. Octavia was incapacitated by her visions, and Imogen's beast protected her from the flames, leaving some people to die. A month passed with no sign of Marguerite, the doll, or any clients to speak of. The IOU laid dormant as the snow began to fall over the city. Octavia took the time to continue her development of a ghost-trapping device, 
Ghostbuster. <laughs> With the help of fellow Tremere Rita, she was sent to a strange artifact collector who gave her a spirit trapping crystal in exchange for a price. Imogen spent her time enlisting the help of the neighborhood to try and find Marguerite's doll, then took a trip to talk to God. Meanwhile, down in the depths of the, slewer, the sewers, Evelyn hosted a meeting with her gang to discuss what information they'd learned. Some conflict arose, and William risked getting a wedgie on multiple occasions, <laughs> but managed to inform <laughs> Evelyn <laughs> that the infamous spring Jack had returned to the city. We, jumping off of that, are going to travel a fair distance. Not to a where... But to a when, nearly a hundred years ago, we see uh, two young women who are finely dressed in expensive looking evening wear walking through the city streets of London. It's a calm night with a light dusting of snow, um, and it's still fairly early in the evening, so the streets are still active with people and carriages. A few lamplighters are beginning to light uh, the gas lamps. Uh, Evelyn, you and your friend have decided to take a uh, nice stroll. This is well before learning of uh, the mm -hmm. unlife and vampires and all that, and you're just a uh, lady about town, a, a rich young woman of a affluent family. And your friend mm -hmm. looks over at you and says, I, th sh I think I shall continue to court uh, Mr. Hudson Conrad for a time. His uh, family owns the print shop, and he said he's going to pastor my... Uh, plaster my beautiful face all over town. You know I'm a sap for a man who loves my face. Oh, I know it. You're so lucky. I think you should. If he will, if he will make you happy, I think that is what's best. That is... I don't know if happiness is the right word. It's admiration, I think. <laughs> well, whatever puts a smile on that beautiful face. Oh, thank you, Evelyn. But again, my heart does go back to... Petra Christie. She lives out in the huge estate out in the country with the horses. You do know I love horses, but mm. not that dreadful smell that comes with them. What about you, dear Evelyn? Oh, I haven't time for such things. Men romance. What? I'd much rather be uh, working with father in the shop, and you know that. <laughs> I know it's not the place of a lady, and I, like, curtsy, like, sarcastically. <laughs> She kind of like grabs your hand and like pulls off uh, your glove and it says, look how calloused your hands are getting. They're <sighs> disgusting. Well, it's a good thing these hands are not for you when I pull my <laughs> glove back and put them on. Oh, you're such a tease, Evelyn. Mm. Um, as you continue to walk, you notice that um, sort of in an empty square in front of you, there's a crowd now forming. Um, and you see several horses and carriages that have stopped. Um, and you spot a few constables that are actually keeping people at bay. And uh, your friend kind of like peeks in and says, oh, but then there's Constable Celia, what I'd give to need the assistance of such authority as hers. And she sort of like waves <laughs> at a stern looking officer who's doing her best to keep the crowd from shuffling in. Let the woman do her job. <laughs> No, I think we should go say hello. Please, Evelyn, come with me. Oh, goodness. <laughs> you really do drain the life of me, you know that. Oh, pish posh. <laughs> um, 
And as you get closer, uh, you see that this square actually has a large statue in the middle of it. Um, it's of a uh, soldier on a horse wielding a saber. Um, but as you get closer, uh, your friend is sort of like distracted by the constable and begins <laughs> to walk off. You see something on the back of the statue. It seems that draped sort of across the flank of the horse is a human figure. Their back is sort of snapped backwards and draped over the back of the horse. And you can see the, the constables like pushing people aside. Uh, and you have been left just sort of alone standing in the snow as like crowds are pushing past you. Um, I think I am rather shocked. I don't know if Evelyn has seen a dead body at this point in her life. It's fair. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I think, take a few steps back in, in shock and horror and possibly look to see where my, my dear friend has gone off to because I would like to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Um, looking around, you see that your friend has sort of like pushed through the crowd to, get closer to uh, Celia and sort of like darting your eyes back and forth between her and the body. You see off in the distance, there's a two story building across the street. And for a moment you see what appears to be a humanoid figure figure leap from the ground up to the top of the building and like is like hunched over and sort of like crawling a bit across the, the, the rooftop. Oh, I I grabbed my friend. I sorry. Did you name her? I need to write down notes. I didn't. I, okay. Well, <laughs> this is a memory. We don't need to know people's names <laughs> except for people that are mentioned by name. <laughs> Bridget. Her name is Bridget. Nice. You grab Bridget. Bridget, we need to leave. This is absolutely dreadful. Not now, Evelyn. And kind of like yanks your arm away. <sighs> I'm leaving, and I just go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you begin to walk away pretty hurriedly as she says, fine, whatever, Evelyn, go, go on your own. So, Cecilia, what's all this about? Um, uh, so you are now walking sort of like, as like people are hearing what's happening, they're sort of walking past you as you're heading back to your estate. Um, and you hear like a crunch on the roof to your right. Um, do I, do I see anything? Are you I gonna, look. You're going to look I up go, there? I, I, I do look. You see. I am paranoid as shit. <laughs> you see up on the roof a hunched over figure now with its like shadowed hands curled over the edge of the roof looking down at you. And you just see these two yellowed eyes staring back at you. Uh, I run. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, you just begin running through the night, uh, heading mm-hmm. back towards your estate. And. For a while, you hear more crunching on the roof following you, but eventually you mm-hmm. get uh, far enough away that it stops. And you just head back towards your estate. We're going to jump forward a few more nights. It's outside of the theater, and we see Evelyn and a blonde-haired gentleman also dressed up to the nines, uh, and they're both sort of guffawing a bit as the man says, I dare say if, if the Bell's uh, stratagem was to never be married, then her life's goal was completed upon the final letter of this script. I don't even know if I'm listening to him. I'm just like, <laughs> off, like looking <laughs> off somewhere. <laughs> Evelyn, where are you? Hmm? Yes, I'm, I'm right here. What? Did you say something? I, s- mm. I was simply making a point about how the, the writer of this uh, play, if you would call it, will never find a man. Why does, 
why why does she need one? Well, I mean, you need someone to protect you in these dark nights, don't you? And sort of like Ugh. gestures to the the night sky around you. I say, have you ever seen me with the sword? Father has taught me quite well. Yes, you're you're quite impressive. But uh, and as he's about to say something, you hear a thwack on the back of his head and he sort of just like crumples to the ground and like looks around. And in front of you, you see a figure drop down, sort of like draped in cloth. Um, And uh, your gentleman caller just like stands up and starts booking it. Uh, back. Um, of course. Do I have a weapon on me at this point? I assume um, I th- being of the family that I am from, I would probably have either been given something or would have just taken something. <laughs> yeah, you've probably got like a uh, like a dagger or something. I don't think okay. holding a rapier. Yeah, no, 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 no. Probably like, not on a not on a what a, a, I was on a date, so yeah. I'm assuming I probably wouldn't have a full on rapier. But yeah, I take out a dagger and I point it at them. I'm like, "You stay away from me." Uh, you see this figure still like basically a mound of cloak uh, at this point, and they begin to stand up, and you see like pale skin uh, breaching under the cloak. Uh, they have sort of a ribbed suit jacket, uh, tight pants, and highly polished shoes uh, as its head curls up out of the cloak for a moment it appears as if it has horns but the hood of the cloak kind of like falls back uh, as they get higher Uh, he has thick eyebrows a waxed mustache and a high forehead Um, his eyes are closed but as he stands to his full height he opens them and looks up at you and you see a glint of yellow in them you you saw me I know you saw me unfortunately what do you want? My name is Jack. It's so good to meet you at last, Evelyn. Please, allow me to approach. I think I'd rather you stay where you are, thank you. And I have not put the dagger down. Fair enough. Uh, and you seem the, like, yellowed eyes staring back at you, and you begin to kind of, like, stare into them, and they're not hypnotizing, but almost that, like, tunnel vision of, like, staring directly at them. I, I look down. I don't look into them. You can, like, hear... As soon as I feel <laughs> that, I'm like, Mm-mm, no, I don't like it. Mm. Oh, oh. That's very wise, Evelyn. You don't know the type of folk that are out here. What have you heard of me, Evelyn? I know that the constables are worried about a spring-heeled jack on the loose. I don't pay mind to any of that. I'm just minding my own business. Now, please leave me alone. Uh, for a moment, you feel this, like, cold hand on your shoulder, uh, but you hear a grunt as it is yanked away from you, uh, mm. and you see, like, a brush of something at your feet uh, pushing Jack away. Cool. Uh, is he is he, is he pushed away enough for me to, like, make a break for it and just, like, run? Uh, you can, yes. Yeah, I do that. Uh, you hear uh, what appears, what sounds like fighting behind you, uh, as someone says, Begone, foul spirit. You have no power over this one. Uh, and you hear just like slashing and clawing uh, as fighting is happening behind you and you run off into the distance. Um, you see just like the crowds around you don't seem to be paying any mind whatsoever. Uh, mm-hmm. Where are you headed? Um, I'd like to get in closer into 
a bit of a crowd just so that if anybody was to follow me, I wouldn't be alone. That's fair. As I travel, I'm assuming I am just going to head back home now because my, my date just kind of fucked <laughs> off. So. Just kind of pieced, you know, as they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, you uh, begin to just walk along the road. Your estate is like fairly large and on one of the main streets. So getting there doesn't really require you to take any like back roads or anything like that. It's all. That's, that's good. Basically in the city. <laughs> and as you walk. Occasionally you see like glimpses of what appear to be like cloaked figures out in the crowd. But as you like notice that as fast as you notice them, they basically disappear. Mm. And you get closer to your estate uh, and you realize that somebody is walking next to you. uh, And they say, I am sorry about that. I hope that you are safe. I'm fine. Do I know you? You do not. I am an admirer of sorts. Your beauty around the city is well known. I did not mean to make my appearance known, but that is not a spirit that you wish to fight with. Listen, I appreciate what you have done. I've had a very long day, and I really just want to go home. Please allow me to walk you the rest of the way. No, please, I am I am fine. I appreciate... Thank you. I would like to be left alone. And the figure sort of, like, stops and lets you walk forward um, and doesn't seem to follow you. Uh, you are now in your room uh, a few nights later, uh, sort of going about your business, and you have your windows draped as it's getting pretty late, uh, and you hear sort of a tapping against them. I don't know if I want to go and look. (laughs) (laughs) Mood. You hear more tapping. I go to a different room (laughs) and close the door. Fair. Uh, Give me a... um, Now, here's the fun thing. Give me a uh, stealth and dexterity, which at this point would be like three dice for Evelyn. Yeah. No hunger dice, though. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Uh, two successes out of the three dice. <laughs> nice. Uh, then also give me a wits and awareness, which at this point would be two dice. Amazing. Uh, one success. <laughs> nice. Uh, so you sort of like um, hide yourself away uh, in what is probably like the armory or the stock room uh, for your father's business. Mm. And it seems quiet for a while. Um, and there's no more tapping. And you just hear from the shadows, Please, Evelyn, you do not need to be afraid of me. I don't respond. <laughs> I'm very quiet. <laughs> I, I, it is my duty, Evelyn, to ensure your safety. You have been mocked by the Spring Heel. He is after you, and only I can protect you, Evelyn. This bitch got out of my house because I'm not saying a goddamn thing. (laughs) Uh, Like, they always want something. (laughs) (laughs) You see sort of, like, walking out of the shadows a figure with a, like, long drawn uh, cloak. You can only make out sort of the lower chin, and it's very pale and has, like, several scars. 
says, Evelyn, you cannot keep ignoring me like this. You are in danger. Is he in my house and does he know where I am? Yeah. He has fully snuck into this room without you recognize or realizing it. Then he knows exactly where I am. Yeah. Like he's staring through the crack of whatever freaking closet thing that I'm in. He just sort of like walked out of the shadow as in looking directly at you and you can make out through the crack this like figure standing in front of the door. Okay. Well, I'm going to get out like... I'm assuming there would be... I'm in the shop, right? Uh, yeah. It's like the supply room. Okay, well, I grab a weapon. I walk over with a fucking fury and point it at his fucking <laughs> face. And I go, I do not know who you think you are, but you are broken into my house. You ha- will not leave me alone. And I did not ask for your help. Uh, as you go to point the uh, rapier at this man... You see a hand, gnarled and pale, with long nails come out of the cloak and grab the rapier and just snap it in half. You do not need to fear me, Evelyn. If anything, you should learn to adore me. I am the only thing keeping you from life and death. I didn't ask for your help. If this is the choice I have, I think I would rather die than have your help. You will not die my by, by my hand. The more bodies that pile up in London, the stronger he will get and the more he will hunt you. I will come back for you, Evelyn, and you will learn to appreciate my protection. And the man just leaps through a window uh, and escapes into the night. Constable! Security! And we are going to uh, cut back uh, to modern day uh, as Evelyn, you are sitting in your uh, sewer or your sewer room, and William just sort of looks at you and says, "Mom, where did you go?" I'm sorry. Did you say something? I'm right here. Uh, Springheel Jack. I don't remember how to do William's voice at all. I think he's. <laughs> there, he's Mom. Think, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There where you have go. you gone? I, I don't tell you that Springheel Jack is back. Yes, you did tell me that. Very interesting. I, hmm. I think that we should She's get- like really, like the gears are going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you've sort of, uh, you're in like your actual um, dungeon room now, uh, as mm-hmm. William has been pulled aside for like a private meeting. Uh, yes. And begins to tell you about um, the latest murders and appearances of Spring Hill Jack in the city. Mm. And we are going to cut to Imogen. Uh, That's me. So the it's been about a week since um, you went to the church. And uh, the IOU is starting to look a little bit dusty. Uh, the curtains haven't been drawn in a while. And the plants are starting to look a little bit wilted uh, and could use some TLC. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Evelyn's gang has occasionally used this space. Uh, so there's a bit of mud and like other things caked into the floor. <laughs> Um, and you're not sure the last time that someone has checked the mail. Um, well, this won't do it all. Um, <laughs> so as one does after they come out of a little bit of a, of the sads. Fair. Gonna do a big clean. <laughs> Fair. Gonna so. roll up their sleeves. Uh, yep. Tie them off uh, and start cleaning. Grab the mail. 
mop, sweep, vacuum, but not vacuum because yeah. not those dust? don't exist. I don't. They got dust. those brooms. Octavia to create a vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Octavia at this at this point could probably invent a vacuum. Kelly yeah, totally I just not. Just use the Ghostbuster for uh, <laughs> dust. Yeah. <laughs> uh, holy crap. The vacuum was invented in 1898, so we're almost there, fam. It was invented wow. by Octavia. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, you sort of just have like a cleaning montage, uh, yes. uh, reorganizing some of uh, Marguerite's uh, stuff and dusting around like the tables and the chairs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, the cake done question mark is not easy to clean off, but uh, with a bit of that uh, Irish ingenuity, you can really get mm-hmm. it out of there. Uh, yep. And when you check the mail, uh, you sort of like go outside a bit and the mailbox is like stuffed at this point. Um, most of it is like uh, people advertising stuff. Uh, there's a few notes from people around the neighborhood uh, that are sort of trying to update you on what they've found about the doll. Most of them saying like, we're trying our best dear. We hope that uh, everything is OK. Um, but you find a, uh, letter, the, it's a thick letter that is addressed in your name and the send sender is simply aunt Florence, no return address. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I gotta ask you a question in chat real quick. (laughs) All right. Secrets! Secrets! And um, while that happens, Octavia (laughs) enters the the main area of the IOU uh, and takes a seat. Oh, yeah. Should we rouse? Because it's a new day. Oh, yes. Thank you for reminding me. Both... uh, all three of you give me a rouse check. All right. Cool. That's a I, 10. Nice. I got, I got oh, hungry. I got, it was a bad time for Evelyn. Oh, no. And Octavia's good? Yes, I got a six just uh, by the skin of my teeth. So Evelyn, uh, upon waking today, uh, having your sire on your mind, uh, you mm. hear the, ah, such simpler times, Evelyn. Back before we needed to feed, but isn't it better this way? No, no, it is not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And we'll return to uh, Imogen and Octavia in the uh, main meeting area of the IOU. Imogen, sweetheart, I'm very curious about your progress with the doll. Have you any news? I I worry. Unfortunately not, no. Um... I haven't heard anything, but people are out looking, which is good. Um, actually, if you'll excuse me, I've got a letter that I would just like to read in private, I think. Oh, um, certainly. Uh, I was going to say be my guest, but you don't, you're in your own home. Go, go. <laughs> uh, thank you. And I'll scoot away to read this because I'm <laughs> nervous about it. Why is she <laughs> contacting me? <laughs> Uh, all right. I'm going to send you uh, a bit of a chunk, uh, uh. Emily, and uh, you can read this. Uh, oh God! On the air. Where are you sending it? <laughs> I'm going to send it in Discord. Okay, cool. Because it formats the best. Um, so again, it's kind of like a thick letter um, with handwritten uh, addressed to you. 
and uh, you can you can go for it whenever you wish. I, well then. Um, it says, uh, my dear little Rose, if this letter finds you, it is by the grace of God. He, it has been some time since I have been to London, and I hope that your Aunt Evelyn has... Am I supposed to be calling her Aunt Evelyn this entire time? Uh, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're asking, if, you're asking me, if you're asking me to read this, I'm going to give you the inner monologue yeah, questions that I have at the same time. You're not getting a, a clean cut yep, of, this, of this letter. Uh, has given me the correct address. If anyone who is who this letter is not addressed to should be reading these words, I'll have you know that these pages are cursed and a great illness is to be... This is befall you. That's not very nice. But... <laughs> I hope that your aunts... Am I supposed to be calling both of them aunts? <laughs> That's so disrespectful of me. I have to apologize. I hope that your aunts have made you feel welcome and safe in my absence. Sending you to London was one of the hardest things I had to do, but I'm sure the bonds I made with Evelyn will be strong enough to see you unharmed. I know the city is a much crueler place than what you are used to, but the flower that blooms in adversity is the rarest and most beautiful of all rather cheesy but it's fine <laughs> <laughs> Beckett is well the death of the family came as a grave shock to him but I have done my best to calm his spirits he made a plan with a friend on the boat to the new world to travel north they have settled in Montreal and have pa- purchased a home in preparation for their family's arrival with the recent news it seems that the plan to, is to fill it themselves your brother is attending a Jesuit institution called Loyola College. You'd be so proud to see how he is thriving. Roshin. Um, and you see kind of like around that area what appear to be teardrops, but are definitely blood. And then it says, please forgive me. The summers here are dry and my nose has become prone to bleeding. Gross. <laughs> and as I said, these words are not read through the eyes of my niece. The blood is a component of the curse. Well, that doesn't sound like it's your nose, then. It sounds like it's your third eye. <laughs> Why pretend that it's your nose if you're also saying that it's cursed? It doesn't matter then. Anyway. If my estimation is anything to be considered, you should be receiving this letter in early August, a month before I hope to arrive. Well, it is November. Excellent. It's not August at all. Your estimation was completely wrong. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, so I so wish I could see your face sooner, but there are still matters here I need to attend to. He, where is here? I don't know. Where are you? <laughs> it's Seeds are being planted here that I pray will grow for generations. I hope that you can forgive my absence in these trying times, but you are the strong one, my dear. I have enclosed a gift, a flower I found only grows here. It thrives in shaded places, yet blooms as bright as anything under the sun. Uh, and as you sort of unfold the remaining uh, letter, uh, you find an, a pressed red and yellow flower with a cluster of long yellow stamen. Uh, there's also a small burlap bag uh, with several seeds in it. Uh, and this is a wild columbine, if anyone wants to look up what it looks like. Yeah, I will. Um, it is very pretty, and it blooms downward, which is very kit, very Ooh. cool. Perfect for someone as short as Imogen. 
<clears throat> I don't know if Imogen's short, but Emily is, so I like to make fun of her. <laughs> hey, I'm average. I'm average height. Just because everyone else in tabletop titties is a fucking giant doesn't mean I am short compared to the entire world. Hey. Um. Side note, when we all got in person for our photo shoot, I was like, damn, these be tall people. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and Imogen, as you finish these words and sort of like uh, come back to the moment, you notice that uh, Octavia is still around you, uh, sort of just hovering. Yeah. I hope everything's all right. And I like try not to look at her to like. <laughs> just, so awkward. You seem lying. I'm just listening. <laughs> you try not to look at me, but you're actually just facing me completely. <laughs> um. Well. Um. Yes. Um. You you don't have to expect- say anything. Well, we're well we're expecting a guest, so it's probably important to let you know. Um. This letter was supposed to come in August, but, well, it's not August, so... Wait. What? Uh, Hold up, back up. The letter says that I should get the letter in August, a month before she hopes to arrive, and it's November, so she should have come in September? Mm Mm-hmm. So she's just late? Both the letter and her arrival are late. Swear to God. (laughs) This woman! (laughs) (laughs) Um, if I'm being completely honest, Aunt Octavia, um... I have no idea. I have no idea when my my aunt Florence is supposed to show up at all. Not a clue. It was supposed to be two months ago, but could be any time. So I think I'm going to continue cleaning. Because um, who knows when she's going to show up. Aunt Florence. Uh, jog my memory. Um, she's the one who um, did the did the the thing with the with the me turning into a vampire. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, apologies. Apologies. Um, but I do want to, to thank you for this news. Um, we do want everything to look spick and span for her. Well, late I'm, also, I'm also happy to have the news three months late and who knows when she's actually going to show up. Yes. So indeed. But you mentioned people you had People looking for the doll, strangers. Oh yes, yeah. I I asked around in the in the neighborhood, and I also got to put up a poster at the church and all around. Um, yes, posters at the church. Quite ingenious of you. You know, there's nothing like the strength of a community. I agree. So hopefully, I know Evelyn's got her friends looking during the night, and I've got some friends looking during the day. So hopefully, someone will find it. Yes. And speaking of Evelyn, and I lower my voice a bit, I'm a bit worried about her. She seems <laughs> not herself lately. What do you think? Um, I'm being completely honest. I haven't been paying much attention these, this last little bit. <laughs> I felt rather bad about um, Marguerite and the whole situation there. And I wasn't at my best, so I don't really know. Yes, I myself have been distracted as well, working on all my projects and just being out and about. But I do want us to to connect a bit more. Sure. What do you think we should do? Um, I I I don't know. Like, 
I like like pick, having a, like uh, a dried like a team flower. building exercise. <laughs> like what I don't know what you were talking. <laughs> she just some trust falls. I don't know trust falls, and I like reach. No, to- that's a horrible idea. Evelyn doesn't like being touched, and you'll not be able to see when we're falling. So it's a bad idea all around. Yes, that <laughs> quite quite. And I reach uh, to the center table where there's like a vase with some now dead flowers and I um, put my hand over them and then I artfully pick up a dried rose and begin like plucking its uh, petals as we continue to discuss. There's just something I I don't know. You called me your aunt. Maybe it's throwing me off, but I'm just so worried. I'm sorry. She, in this letter, she said that you two were my aunts. So I figured it was probably better if I called you aunts, aunts then. Yes. I could call you whatever you, you prefer no, to be called. that is of course. lovely. I, I would love to be called your aunt. I mean, we do spend quite a bit of time together. We are a family. And my mind is so scattered. Back to the doll. What do you think? What do you think it is? Well, she said it had her soul in it, didn't it? Didn't she? Yes, she did. But I'm just more curious about the inner workings. What could have caused this to happen I just need more information I've I've not been able to find out anything on my own honestly I think that you would probably know more than I would I'm it's not really my specialty spirits and things <laughs> yes I mean but don't souls, tell yourself I so kind short. of understand but I think at this point Evelyn comes upstairs <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what the hell are those two doing? <laughs> no, I was talking with William this whole time, I'm sure. Yeah. But then just comes up in the middle of you guys like, Evelyn, something's wrong with Evelyn. And she's just like, what? Yeah, I look um, over at Evelyn and I'm like, oh, excellent that you're here. I was just conversing with Imogen. Well, we first of all, we're going to have a guest. Oh. Yes, her dear My aunt, aunt Florence is coming by. Don't know oh. when. She oh. said this letter that was supposed to come three months ago saying she was going to be here two months ago. So who knows when she'll show up now? Oh, I'm sure she has business to attend to. She'll be here when she can. Do you know where she is? She keeps on saying, oh, here, here, here in the letter. Do and I? I have no idea uh, where here uh, would be. Uh, would I have that information? No, your information okay. was um, her aunt cashing in a life boon to basically take over... Uh, as like right. as guidance for Imogen, as new aunt. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Uh, well, oh, also Evelyn, I, Aunt Evelyn, I would like to clarify with please you. Please don't. You, no, no, no. All right. <laughs> Just well, Evelyn refer- is fine. She referred to you as my aunt, so I didn't want to be disrespectful. Well, if it makes you feel better when she gets here, if it would help her for you to call me that, that's fine. But when she's not here, please no. Just Evelyn. Uh, Octavia gets like a very <laughs> odd look. On her face, and she just walks straight to the door. I'm going out for the the evening. I'll see you later. And uh, oh. she opens the door and walks okay, out. Okay, bye. <laughs> all right. I, oh, um, well. I pick up all the rose petals off the ground. <laughs> That's fair. It's actually looking pretty nice because I just swept. Uh, Evelyn's bringing Evelyn's bringing in like a little bit of stickiness. Yeah, I was with William. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, Evelyn. Yes. My aunt's going to come by, so I want to make sure that we're pretty clean um, until she comes. So, <laughs> so you're um, saying I should stay downstairs is what you're, what you're <laughs> suggesting? No, no, not at all. Um, just if maybe we could 
Um, share the cleaning up, maybe? Of course, yes. Excellent. Sure. Uh, Excellent. I, I was so nervous about asking you that. Excellent. Okay. Can all three of you give me a wits and awareness, please? Excellent. Me too. Excellent. All three of you, yeah. You're kind of like okay. just on the outside of the. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I owe you. Wow. 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 We got no successes on that one, my dude. Nice. Wow. 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 More successes. Nice. Three. Three. Ha 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 ha. Um, yeah, that's fair. All right. You guys don't notice anything. It's fine. <laughs> what? I had four successes. Springheel Jack just comes in and kills us all. You're all murdered. Oh, boy. Um, well, that's rather inconvenient for Aunt Florence, isn't it? Yeah, to arrive. Uh, you would know, everyone Evelyn, based on just the conversation that, like, uh, her aunt was probably being, like, generally vague as to not be like, oh, yeah, those vampires that I told to take care of you. Like, calling you and Octavia aunt is probably just like, yeah, I left my my niece mm. in London with the rest of our family, and that's where I'm leaving it. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Again, though, it was a cursed letter. Was it not really a cursed letter then? <laughs> I mean, Aunt... No, I, I really don't think it was. I think that was if we didn't happen to reside here anymore, it would turn anyone off of reading any further. Your, uh, your Aunt Florence is a bit of a sassy lady. Uh, she went through mm. some shit uh, regarding curses in her own life. Um, she's probably just playing games. <laughs> Yeah. Well. Um, Fine. But yeah, uh, the IOU is cleaned. You got your letter, and we're going to go visit Octavia and her thing that she's been wanting to do. What is that, Octavia? Um, Octavia's uh, walking down the street, profit in hand. Well, profit's leash. Um, on her way to visit Aiden, her loving farmer, who uh, is quite helpful with um. The animal blood and whatnot. Nice. So I will say that, um, so just for context of location, Aiden's farm is like outside of town in like the countryside. Um, so you could take, uh, Fiend, uh, out there. And if you head out as the Ooh, sun falls, okay. you will get there at around like nine o'clock while people are still active. Perfect. Then, yeah, I'll do that. Cool. Uh, and Prophet will just sit next to me. Yeah. Um, and you're sort of just like sitting there without the reins even in hand, and Fiend just like, knows where to go because uh, you are um, you know uh, using your animal can and stuff mm -hmm. and uh, you sort of like you get out of the city and you can hear like the uh, fading of the people behind you as you get out to sort of the countryside um, and just the clip clop of um, Fiend's feet go from the cobblestone to sort of like the dirt paths that lead out there mm. and uh I like um, breathe deeply the the night air. Yeah, the sort of like gas lamp fumes are no longer in the air, and you can just uh, uh, smell the nice sort of dusting of snow and whatnot. Um, it's less active out here. Occasionally, you'll hear like a carriage pass by and stuff. Um, but uh, you head out to the farm. Aiden uh, lives with their parents in a fairly small. Uh, stone farmhouse uh, that's just sort of been like appended to as more children are born um, and uh, you've sort of you've probably been here a couple times right oh yes yeah. many times um, 
and uh, Fiend just sort of like approaches and comes to a stop uh, around where you tell them to go. I'll uh, descend from the carriage and I'll let Prophet like guide me to a post to tie uh, Fiend's um, whatchamacallits? Reins? Yes, thank yes, you. Yes, that's the word. <laughs> uh, did you send like a courier or anything to let Aiden know that you'd be coming tonight or you just <laughs> just dropping by? Um, I think it would be polite to do so. So yeah, I would have. Okay. Uh, so you uh, sort of hear from in front of you uh, Aiden says, oh, uh, hello there, um, uh, Miss Octavia. It's it's nice to see you. Always a pleasure to be in your presence, Aiden. Uh, thank you. Um, it's always sweet to see you. Um, you weren't very clear with your correspondence why you wanted to check in. Oh, well, I do um, deeply appreciate all of the value that our arrangement has given me. Such quality product. And I was just hoping that perhaps I could return the favor if there was any tasks you needed doing. That would pertain to my talents. Well, it's odd that you would choose tonight. I've, I've actually been trying to contact you recently, oh. but um, I don't like to go into the city at night. Um, and uh, for some reason, your assistant hasn't been there for some time. Yes, I'm so sorry. I I should have mentioned that in my letter. We're having a bit of, well, neither here nor there. Uh, Marguerite, as amazing as she is, needed some time off. Uh, that's fair. Uh, perhaps we can speak away from the house uh, and you sort of feel like an arm uh, brush up against your side to uh, hold on to. Oh, and I'll take it. Uh, and Aiden will uh, lead you away and says... Um, there's actually been something I've been wanting to talk to you about. Uh, I've been trying my best to supply you as frequently as I can. Uh, you've probably noticed that the supply has been a bit lacking as of late. Um, there's been a problem recently with the chickens. Um, what sort? Well, we're not too sure. Again, um, uh, my family has been trying to talk to some of the other farmers we think that there might be some sort of uh, plague going around. Oh. Um, but, I don't know, something makes me think that it's more your kind of um, purview, I suppose. Hmm. I was going to say, if it's a fox, that's your problem. Prophet here would make quick work of that. But <laughs> well, perhaps I mean, it's best if um, you take me to your coop. Uh, yes, right this way. Uh, it's, we have been keeping the livestock, uh, indoors now that it's been getting colder, but, um, I can take you to the chickens. And as you approach, you hear like the, the moos and the, the clucks and stuff of the, uh, the pig noises and whatnot, um, as you get closer to the barn, uh, and that like brush of smell of just manure and, uh, and hay, um, which, you know, you can just decide not to smell. <laughs> uh, and you hear like a creaking of a barn door open uh, as you step in uh, onto softer, sort of like hayed floors at this point. Uh, and Aiden leads you towards uh, the chicken coop, which is sort of like the, you can feel like the wired mm -hmm. uh, exterior and stuff and says, um, 
we only have half a dozen now. Um, the others have uh, unfortunately passed. We've been trying to quarantine any of them that show signs of of any sort of illness, but again, it's so... What are the signs you've been noticing? Uh, they, uh, they just become sickly. Uh, usually we have very plump chickens. That's why I've, I've been able to supply you so uh, easily in the past, but it's it's as if they're starving or, or just becoming ill. I don't know. Any loss of feathers? Uh, occasionally, yes. Hmm. Agitation? Um, no, more, um, melancholy, I suppose. Well, that would coincide with the loss of appetite and weight. Yes. Um, perhaps you could, I don't know, perform a seance or a exorcism? I don't understand. I'm sorry. I, I feel so out of sorts. I, I don't assume to understand what it is that you do. Of course. Um, please, uh, li- let me a moment alone with the hens. All right. Um, shout if you need me. I'll be right outside. Excellent. Uh, and sort of, you hear them walk away. And once they're gone, I'll use um, my uh, animalism ability to chat with the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm so into it. Uh, do you have to rouse for that? Um, I should probably sorry. have my cheat sheet open, but I do I not. do. Per type of animal. Per type of animal. Well, so good thing they're all dang chicks. All hands. That's a seven. Mm. All right. Uh, so you sort of like, do you like sit down or anything? Or are you just sort of like standing there? Um, yes. Octavia is going to sit very um, purposefully and like make sure that she places out her dress in like a big circle around her. The nice. hay is like touching her stockings um, underneath her dress uh, as she tucks her feet underneath her. All right. And she'll um, hold a chicken, the nearest one that she can, as she feels. <laughs> Um, and she'll hold it in close to her, and then she'll begin to speak. All right. What do you say to this chicken? Hello there. Sorry to um, put a little damper on your evening. I've, I've just come to see if there's anything I can do to help you feel well. Uh, the, uh, the man in the corner makes us upset. The man in the corner? Yes. Tell me more. He stares at us day and night. We don't want to go over there, but that's what the food is. Oh, my poor dear. Um, I, I wouldn't have food on me for chickens. <laughs> no, probably not. I'll make a note to definitely fetch them some uh, when I'm done. Um, please describe the man to me. Uh, is he here now? Always. A tall man person. Hmm. It- um, I will, like, uh, give some soft pats to try and ease this, uh, hen's worries. Give me a charisma and animal can. Because <laughs> I've petted a chicken and they don't like it. <laughs> hey, not if your specialty is birds. Birds. <laughs> Three successes. All right, it's like a bit of like twitching still, but uh, it's better than most humans could do. So uh, you sort of um, calm it down a bit. Um, 
I'll place it down after those pats and say, uh, worry not, I shall commune with this man and see if I can get him to leave. Okay. (laughs) 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 Um, And I'll stand myself upright again, write out my dress um, sort of brush off all the hay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that I can feel. Yeah. Um, how is, is Prophet f- reacting in any way? Um, Prophet doesn't really see ghosts as far as mm-hmm. I know. No. No. And I mean, the fact that Aiden didn't mention a man standing in the corner, you can assume that uh, it is a spirit. Okay. Um, so yeah, Prophet's sort of just like, in work mode at this point. Being in a, the center of a dry hay filled farm, I'm not going to take out any um, candles, That's but fair. I will take uh, my copper handheld spirit board um, and have it in my hand. Uh, and in the other, I'll take out, um, or sorry, before I take out my spirit board, I'll take out a crystal from a pouch and a uh, ringing tong, and I'll just do a, a quick ding on it, letting the sound uh, encompass the space. That's fair. And then I'll take out my spirit board. You sort of like hear the resonating in the room, and for a moment it feels like all of the uh, livestock sort of like quiet down for a bit. Um, as you take out your spirit board, uh, give me, we'll use, you can use your, uh, specialty for this one. Yeah. My uh, technology ghost gadgets. Yeah. So give me an int in technology ghost gadgets. Eight dice. Oh boy. You want to rouse for that or anything? <laughs> um, no, I think I'm good with the eight. Um, I will use willpower though. <laughs> I rubbed it in too much. <laughs> Four successes. Four successes. All right. So what are you... You sort of like focus on the spirit board. Uh, This is like your handheld one, right? Yeah. So I have one finger uh, placed in the hole uh, and the braille uh, indented copper sheet is underneath, which will be the one, the thing that moves Mm -hmm. uh, over my idle hand. So what are you asking? Um, Hello. I wish to commune with the spirit in this room. No response. Is anyone there? Uh, you feel the uh, copper plate move over to the uh, uh, braille indents for yes. Hello. It seems you uh, have found a new home here. I ask where you used to reside. Uh, you feel the plates move to N I P P O N. Nippon. It's the Japanese word for Japan. Ah, thank you. <laughs> I did not know. Would Octavia know? Uh, yeah, you're educated as hell. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Big brain Octavia. Uh, what uh, Nippon, very lovely area to be from. What brings you all the way here? Uh, the plate moves. Um, spelling out the word carnival. Ah, the evening carnival. Uh, Perhaps uh, I may have felt your presence before. Uh, And, uh... (laughs) Damn it, Rachel. (laughs) 
Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't look at the chat. I can't not look at the chat. I need to be Rachel said it when he went I N I P P immediately thought nipple. Um That's fair though. It is. Uh and you feel the planchette uh go back to yes. Um in regards to yes. have you guys met before. <laughs> yes. Uh is do you require assistance? I may be able to offer more aid than these chickens. Um, the planchette spells out, uh, running and then hiding. I see. Well, my home is always a safe space for spirits. If you are hiding from something, perhaps there may be a good space for you. Uh, the planchette spells out where. I may be able to, uh, take you there safely if you allow me. And, uh, keeping the... Planchette in hand, I will reach for my Ghostbuster. Uh, <clears throat> you feel the planchette like moving faster now and it just keeps repeating the words where. Um, I'm going to try and uh, allow me and then I'll uh, use my Ghostbuster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The first use of the first uh, field use of this item. Give me an intelligence. And now that technology. it has its crystal in it, hopefully yep. it works. Sorry, intelligence and my ghost gadget? Yeah, technology. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, ten, so... Jesus. Uh, six successes. Six successes. So as the planchette is, like, repeatedly saying where, 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 you begin to activate uh, the Ghostbuster. <laughs> um, In here, bitch! <laughs> uh, I'm trying to be nice, though. I'm not... Uh, yeah. And you see He's like where I want to take over your house. I'm evil. Uh, you hear the like crystals that you had placed originally around the central uh, begin to like hum and sort of like shake uh, as they harmonize together. Uh, and you can feel like aggression now from the planchette uh, as it says uh, J. A C, and then you feel the device begin to get red hot in your palms. Um. Uh, and for it, like, you feel the device working as the center <laughs> of your palm begins to burn, uh, but you're unable to let go. Okay, uh, I was gonna say I don't want to let go because I don't want to start a fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but eventually, the harmony like hits this peak, and then it just stops. And the device just sits dormant in your hand. Jack, does anything happen? Nothing. <laughs> Rachel is having none of this right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, well, you're safe from me. Uh, safe from him with me. I whisper to the crystal, the larger crystal of my Ghostbuster. I go back to the chickens. All right. Um, I do hope that they, this man will be, uh, not a problem anymore for you. Um, uh, it seems gone. Uh, can eat now. Let's and yeah, I'll have <laughs> grabbed a handful of their feed and place it, uh, at my feet. Just like immediately surround and just, you can hear like feathers flapping and eating the, uh, the feed. Do have a lovely evening. Just no response. Um, yeah, like Buddy but, when he's eating. And then I'll go and uh, I'll call for Aiden. Uh, Aiden, I believe uh, my work here is done. Oh, yes. Um, Wait, it was that easy? I assumed there would be priests and um, 
and and chairs in full. What happened? Well, there was no exorcism, my darling, but um, I did find a spirit here. Does the name Jack mean anything to you? Uh, I had a cousin named Jack. What about a spring-heeled Jack? <laughs> Just like starts laughing. So. <laughs> Oh, you're serious. I thought that's just a folktale. <laughs> it's a, a a story. You know, we hear it when we're kids. Spirits in London. Stories hold much more weight than they may seem to. Please um, beguile me with the tale. Well, I mean, it's an old one. It's a, a spirit that roams London uh, doing heinous crimes of, of murder and trickery, but uh, and can leap many stories straight up, horns of the devil. But it's a tale that we're told. It's generally just horrible men doing crimes in the city, blaming it on a phantom. Yes. I do believe that the spirit here was running from this Jack. There was this, there was a spirit here? Yes. Uh, a man, a male spirit. That was um, actually standing by your chicken's feed, thus making them so frail. You can hear just Aiden, like, step away. <laughs> just, oh. Have no fear. All right. I have removed the spirit and do hope to send them on their way to protection as soon as possible. Um, but you should be wary of other um, ghosts that may come by, especially this Spring-Heeled Jack. I'll... I'll keep my eyes open for spirits that I can't... S Are there any more in my barn right now? Um, <laughs> no. Oh, <sighs> all right. That's good. Um, well, uh, I thank you. Once um, the chickens are uh, well and fed, your supply of, and kind of like, blood, blood will continue. It's um, excellent for baking. And I wink and walk out. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, you can replace eggs with blood. No. I know. No. I hate it. No. I hate no. it. I hate it. I, no. no, I know. I'm okay with the fake vampire. No. <laughs> Do not know. I'm never eating at your house. Ever. I'm never eating anything. I'm just you fake for me. I'm Googling this also. Anyways, we're going to have uh, Can you Octavia head off towards the city. Uh, and we are going to head off towards our break. <laughs> but, well, wow. Emily learns the horrors of chemistry. Blood baking. It's according to the, the NFL. <laughs> what? Oh, my. Be right back. Anyway. Bye. <laughs> that, can, that, oh, the Nordic food lab. Ah. <laughs> it's your spooky spectral friend Kelly. I hope you're enjoying part two of Many Roads Converging. It's uh, it's kind of nice to sit back and see what the vampires do when they have a little bit of downtime. I'm not going to keep you for too long. We have a bit of housekeeping and then we can get right back to the episode. 
Wit Botanicals is an Indigenous skincare brand that honors cultural plant knowledge, Indigenous science, and self-care rituals. Founded by ethnobotanist Lee Joseph of Squamish First Nation, Squalwit incorporates sustainably harvested botanicals, organic oils, nourishing plant-derived butters, and steam-distilled essential oils, offering skincare experiences grounded in the natural world. Choose from best-selling products like their Calcay Face Oil, a blend of organic rose hips and sweet almond and jojoba oils that hydrates deeply for super soft skin. Their refreshing Calcay Rose Toner, a gentle alcohol-free formula with rose and chamomile hydrosols, and the Tueno Cranberry Rose Serum, a luxury antioxidant made with berry seed oils that can reduce redness and the appearance of fine lines. Shop all products at Squalwin.com and check them out on Instagram at Squalwin Botanicals. That's S-K-W-A-L-W-E-N dot com. Hey there, adventurers. Welcome to The Travel Log, a podcast in which I, Stephen Hoffer, my pronouns are he, him, and Lily Lavin, she, her, dive in the world of Faerun from the Dungeons Dragons tabletop role-playing game. We go area by area, town by town, to provide a background of canonical lore. So if you're tired of sifting through books, PDFs, and subpar wiki articles, then grab a cup of tea, sit back, and let us do the work for you. The Travelogue releases every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. Have a great long rest. Just a reminder, we still have our Pride collection up, and all profits are still going to Support Community, a nonprofit organization based in Vancouver, BC, that works to improve queer, trans, and two-spirit lives. We have all of our logos and stuff with various different Pride flags, and I'm, while recording this, literally wearing one of the hoodies. I'm not, this isn't part of the ad, it's Kelly. Hey, how's it going? I'm wearing a, a non-binary hoodie right now, and it's dope as hell. Go to tabletoptitties.threadless.com, and you too can... Re- record whilst wearing one of our hoodies. We are also still nominated for the Game Her Awards, and you have until Monday to vote for us if you would like to. We are under the top TTRPG campaign of the year. We're up against, like, Critical Role and Dimension 20, and, you know, people with, like, millions of followers. So every little vote that you could give us will do wonders to help support us. Uh, you can head on to over to thegamehers.com slash vote and, uh, you know, find us and vote for us. We would very much appreciate it. Uh, give us a follow on social media at Tabletop Titties. If you tweet at us using the hashtag TTTitties, I will name an NPC after you. That is a promise and a threat and a promise. Uh, you can also check us out live on Twitch. We record both this and Enter the Revalia at twitch.tv slash titties. Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. Pacific, we record this. And Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, we record Into the Revalia. Um, You can also go to our website at tabletoptitties.com, and all of this information will be there for you in a nice little curated spot. And every time I've said titties during this, it has been with double Ds, if you know what I mean. Let's get back to the episode. Welcome back. No, I should probably play music, shouldn't I, man? Spooky. So quiet. Oh, damn, I was going to do the wrong one. All right. So, Imogen and Evelyn, you've sort of been hanging out at the IOU for a few hours. I tried, I I attempt to help tidy up, but I think I just leave a little bit more 
grime behind when I dust things yeah. away. So I think eventually I just I think I've done enough and I <laughs> stop. <laughs> Thank you for your help. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like you can say that I didn't help. It's fine. <laughs> well, you know, it's the thought that counts. Mm, I'm sure. Um, the uh, the plants are looking nicer. All of the like dead leaves and stuff have been picked, and things have been rearranged now that the uh, sun rises a little bit uh, later. That when the curtains are open, the sun should come through. Uh, do you make any attempt to plant those new seeds that you had received, Imogen? Uh, yeah, I okay. think so. Uh, Why? Imagine you have like a collection of like empty flower things. You know, flower pots. Yeah, hey, how's it going? <laughs> what are words? <laughs> and just like a collection. Yeah, I'll find like a flower pot or a basket yeah. or something. Oh, some a collection shit. of like supplies that you can only really get either early in the evening or someone else has to get for you. Uh, so you do a little bit of gardening, mm-hmm. um, messing up that area just a little bit, but cleaning it back <laughs> yourself. Uh, having a. What do you guys like? Are you guys chatting about anything while you're having this? Hashtag bonding moment. <laughs> I thought she left. <laughs> I, I think I just went to like sit on yeah. the couch or something and then I'm just like there while you're doing this stuff. Honestly, I think you give uh, your Aunt Florence a bit of a hard time. She's a very lovely woman. From what I've heard from her, she was very gracious when I helped get you over here. You seem yes, so. Well, you just seem very hard on her. Well, she turned me into a vampire, and now I'll never see my family ever again. Because I don't have a soul anymore. So. <laughs> well, you have fun with cleaning then, and I just, like, leave. <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> <Awkward>. all right. <laughs> just kind of. You'll notice we're going through the stages of grief here. <laughs> as I grieve my own soul. <laughs> um... Give me a wits and awareness, Evelyn, as you're sort of like passing towards the uh, back room. Okay. Three successes. Uh, Much better than none. (laughs) (laughs) You sort of notice now that um, uh, you're leaving the scene that uh, the pile of like uh, mail that Imogen had sort of like neatly piled up um, contains a flyer. Uh, it's something that Imogen wouldn't have known to look at, but it, it seems to be a sort of uh, message from the constabulary about warning of Springheel Jack. It's, oh. it's sort of a notice of kind of like letting the public know that possibly a copycat is coming back uh, and that mm. the murders that had been happening, that had happened so many years ago, are being sort of replicated um, and for people to avoid going out at night, uh, walking in groups um, and sort of like a rough drawing of this man with like wild eyes and like a curly mustache and it's like a little bit propaganda over the top looking but Mm. uh, letting people know to avoid this figure. Right. Like, hmm. I tuck it away. I think I keep it. Yeah, we're just vibing. And I you guess. hear the yeah. ding, 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 ding <laughs> of the front door open as Octavia returns uh, from her evening adventure. Hello. I'm so sorry. I've been away all evening. I did go to see Aiden. Um, and Prophet sort of like tr- trots in, uh, trailing a bit of dirt uh, in the front door. <laughs> 
What did you get up to, Imogen? Um, As I just, hear her whisper. I, I just some cleaning up and uh, planting some new flowers and that sort of just the usual, you know. Oh, lovely. What, what brought on a cleaning spree? What we just talked about. <laughs> not even this same night we talked about it. What? My aunt Florence She's is coming. She's worried about her aunt coming here and it being a mess. As I call, I'm like kind of halfway down the stairs we, at this point. I could have had it oh, here. We talked about coming to visit. How lovely. We talked about this earlier this same evening. I've what, are, what are you talking about? All, I've been out all night. But what are you, you are here about? first. You, you had to leave here first. You didn't weren't out before tonight. I and we had spoken this to you discussion this and do I hear Evelyn? this? <laughs> yeah. Something weird. Okay, something very images. strange is going on. What? Do you remember earlier when all three of us were talking about my Aunt Florence? Yes, of course. Well, Octavia doesn't remember. Octavia? What? Evelyn Octavia, was here too. You were Holy. here. And Prophet. And you were picking out uh, rose petals and then I had to clean them up. So I definitely remember that that happened. Uh, Imogen, now that you say that, you don't remember seeing Prophet earlier. Prophet wasn't here, but I was picking the fl- you were picking the flower petals, and then I had to clean it up. I did no such thing. I've been I have to leave at a certain time, right as the sun sets, to be able to make it to Aiden's farm when they are still in business hour. Uh so um I, I like you touch both. Oct- I like touch Octavia's arm like, to make sure I'm that just she's like really like there. Standing there just like, I like have, I've crossed my arms at this point. I'm like, well, fuck, what the fuck happened? Just I, like, t- I touch Octavia's arm. I'm like, well, are you here now or is this? Seems solid. I pinch my own arm. Am I dreaming? <laughs> Ow, doesn't really hurt that much. <laughs> I have no strength, so it shouldn't. Um, you have strength. We mentioned this before. You, <laughs> you wrestled a lot. Dot. One dot in strength. Mechanically, I have no strength. That's fair. That's fair. Well, Octavia, you might want to check for ghosts then, because someone was, was clearly impersonating you this in, this morning or this evening. I mean, or is someone impersonating right, you now? In, How do I and tell me something only Octavia would know? Say, and then they did say they had to leave very suddenly. Shh, Evelyn, shh, shh. Octavia, tell me something only Octavia would know. I <laughs> spike the strudel. <laughs> This is true. Well, <laughs> other people might know that. Would they? Well, I, I don't. I don't actually other know. Other people might know it. Well, but you had a full-on conversation know. with someone that looked just like me. Yes. Yes. Both of you. Yes. I was there. It was. It appeared to be you. We were talking okay, about my aunt Florence and 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 Octavia. You said you would like to be called Aunt Octavia, but Evelyn said absolutely not. Give me an intelligence and a cult, Octavia. Yeah. Just to. Get an idea. No specialty? Of, question mark. Uh. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing about it: is it's really it's hard to tell you if you can use the specialty without spoiling the results. That's, yeah, that's, that's fair. That's, that's fair. That's not a no. So what I might do from now on is I'll roll an extra dice secretly. Oh, if okay, it's, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, like to that. be like you I get mean, an extra. It's irrelevant for me, but that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Five uh, successes. Um. All right, so here's the... Based on the information that has just occurred, there's a few things that you can imagine this being. One, there are just full-on doppelgangers uh, that could potentially, if they want to fuck with you, change into your appearance. Two, 
You know for a fact that uh, the Lees have cast a ward on your haven that no malicious humans can uh, come in here. Um, So that rule, any any malicious human intent can sort of be ruled out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Any mortals. Uh, and beyond doppelgangers, like there's a chance that a spirit could take on your appearance if it gained enough uh, power in the Shadowlands. But Except we've pissed off the Lees, so could they have removed that? That would require another check. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> a boon I is do, a boon. I do think they're rather worried about rubbing me the wrong way. At least out in the open. Yeah, oh. you, you. Melinda visited me at church, so <laughs> I was pretty out yes. in the open. Yes, um, but she did try to be very friendly when she referenced me, didn't she? Even though we could see right through her. This is quite dire circumstances. <laughs> Troubling. <laughs> Not yes, to put this lightly. Uh, and it can't be someone who is immortal due to the Lee's warding. But there's a chance that it could have been a spirit. I'm n- I wasn't there, so I don't know. It also could have been a doppelganger. These are the first things that come to mind. But s- this is quite sinister. What did they do when they were here? Um, Nothing much. Well, they they came just stood up there. They, t- <laughs> they talked to me, and then I told them I got a letter from... Oh, then you don't know. I, aunt, my aunt's coming to town. Uh, <laughs> she sent a letter that was supposed to arrive in August, so she was supposed to be here in September. But... It's November and I got the letter now and so oh I have my. no idea when she's going to show up. This is what came with the why I started cleaning. Anyway, so I started cleaning and you came up and asked me about the letter and hoped that everything was okay. So I said everything was fine except that she's coming into town and then you took the rose and started pulling the petals and I had I to clean there. that up. Um, and then Evelyn came up and I asked you if you'd like to be called aunt and you said yes, but Evelyn said no, like I already said. And then you said, oh, I've got to go. And then you rushed off. And the only thing we spoke about was your letter. Ah, uh, shit. Rachel speaking, not Evelyn, because Evelyn wasn't there. She <laughs> no, asked, else. Evelyn, I'm very concerned about her. She's been acting so strangely. It was totally oh, the fucking Lees. It was the Lees. It was the fucking Lees. <laughs> oh, you also, you started, you, you know what? You started the conversation, you started the conversation off by asking about Evelyn. And by you, I mean oh. the not you, the not, the yes, not yes. Tavia. Oh. <laughs> Well, we're using good. that from now on. This <laughs> Noctavia, uh, <this> quite <laughs> sinister. Interested in Evelyn, though, that would be something that the Lees would do. But uh, something tells me that, I don't know, uh, my initial gut reaction is it's not the Lees. Well, it clearly wasn't just... the Lees. They, I doubt they have mask of a thousand faces or even something better than that because that would be very generic Are the, they seem the type the f- to get others to do their dirty work is what I, I'm saying I was able to clean up the flower petals right like the flower petals were physically there so mm-hmm. whoever this was did play with something physical mm. mm-hmm. mm. um this is the rest of the episode. We're not leaving. I feel so upset. I feel so upset. I've cleaned the crime scene. I, I tricked you all into completely. thinking we were going to do other things after this. I cleaned. <laughs> I tidied up the crime scene completely, and now we have no nothing to investigate. I'm so sorry. I have no Where idea. did you put the rose petals? Investigators of the occult and unusual bad investigators. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> I didn't choose this. I, I choose this job. 
<laughs> I this write poems and I am garden. This uh, is true. Where did you put the rose petals? In the waste bin. Well, are they still I go there? look at them. I yeah. pull out, I dump it all out. <laughs> Just like oh. dust and, and debris and like loose papers and stuff fall out onto the floor. Uh, give... Well, I mean, yeah, you spend enough time just like shifting through everything that you find, like the remnants of the rose. Um, I look at it uh, and I can't tell anything probably. So I pass it to Octavia. I say, here, here are the petals that you, Octavia plucked and played with. All right. Um, and I'll hold them in my hands and I'll try to actually, um, sure could I try something. to blood walk? Yeah. Hmm. To tell me and the viewers again what that entails. Okay, so this, um, or sorry, not blood walk, but illuminate the trail of prey. That one sounds better, yeah. Yeah, so perform mm. a ritual and um, on a win, uh, the caster can follow faint traces of the target, even in areas where they left no tracks. To follow the tracks, make another roll. Uh, but it's the last 24 hours of the person. And we do know that it has been like five hours, maybe. Uh, sure. Go ahead. So, yeah! <clears throat> uh, this is a device. I think you used this device in our pregame before we even started streaming. Uh, mm. cause you had like a, almost like a triangle, uh, or a pyramid that you would hang like a ribbon on and put a candle underneath. And yeah. Yeah. So I do exactly the same. Um, but Imogen, um, may you be so kind as to fetch me a ribbon from my uh, desk? Of course. And I, I go. I look in every single corner on my way there. Uh, and- give, me a wits- give me a wits and awareness. <laughs> There's a person uh, right there. <laughs> it's like the stranger I'm going to use a willpower. All right, go for it. Oh, yeah. There. I have to mark. I used a willpower earlier. Should have really used one earlier. Four successes. <laughs> um, you are rushing down the like basement hallways of the IOU, and you like look at a quarter and you stop as you see a figure, but it's your coats oh, oh, just fuck. hanging. You, run. <laughs> uh, you got me. And you look and I, you <laughs> you like think you see something, but it's just a, a reflection, and you're just like bolting around. Uh, but you make it to. Uh, Octavia's room uh, without actually finding anything Uh, and I don't know if you've seen um, (laughs) I don't know how much time you spend in Octavia's room but it's like meticulously organized and like everything is neatly put in the place that it should be and like you see this area where Prophet sleeps under the bed and stuff Um, yeah um, <laughs> rewind. You say I saw a reflection. I did. Rewind, Kelly. Did I see a reflection? Because I don't see my own reflection. I did say you see a reflection. Um, I grab the ribbon and then I go back to the mirror. Uh, I be there anymore. Of course, you don't stop. see anything in the mirror now. I'm so I, scared. How, how big? How big is the mirror? Uh, it's like a, <laughs> one of those like big round uh, or like ovular mirrors. It's not like a full body mirror, or no, mirror though, yeah? It's about I like take chest it off the wall. All right. Uh, you now have a mirror in your hand. Is there any, there's nothing behind it? Nope. I bring it back with me. All right. Uh, <laughs> Evelyn, you see Imogen just like sprinting up the stairs holding a mirror and a ribbon in the other hand. What's the mirror for? <laughs> well, I saw myself in it. Oh. 
I don't I don't usually see myself in mirrors. Yes. So that's I saw myself in the mirror, which means whatever it is is still here. Right? Unless it's something else, in which case we have a lot on our plates right now. <laughs> <laughs> but here's Chavia. your ribbon. And I'm put the mirror there, and I every I'm checking in the mirror. I'm just staring at it. Yeah. Well, I don't really know if we're gonna need to trace anything if it's still here. Uh, you yes. see, just like as you're moving the mirror, it's really weird because you see the entire room behind you, but there's like nothing in it. And you like pan over Octavia and Evelyn uh, and Prophet, and you just see them show up in the mirror, and then nothing else. I like put it down on the couch opposite me, so I don't have to continually carry it. Yeah, you're just like staring at it. <laughs> but I just... check it. I'm checking it like every five seconds. Just yeah. like that's fair. Uh, Octavia, you now have a ribbon. <laughs> Well, now I'm like, it's already here, so I'm going to sense the unseen before I do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Which I is free, and it's wits and aspects, uh, or resolve and aspects, depending on what you want me to roll against. Uh, there's one that's for hidden, if I roll it, and one for if you trigger it. Uh, so do the one that isn't me triggering it. I'm going to use a willpower. All right. Sounds good. It's time to use it. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Five successes. Uh, you detect several of the spirits that live in your haven, mm. just sort of like drifting, and you can feel their like energy and coldness out uh, in the basement. Um, you do not sense anything in addition to that, mm. uh, except there is like a stink of residue. In the mirror. You are not wrong, Imogen. There definitely is something that it interacted in the, with this mirror in some way. But I don't feel any other spirits here other than the ones that are always here. Could it be not a spirit? It very well could be a creature of some sort that I have not experienced before. Evelyn, do you have any experience with something that it did leave a, a, a stinking residue? I would is how I would describe it on the mirror. Oh well, that's exactly my forte. Um, <laughs> would I know anything about that? <laughs> should I roll something? I don't know if I should roll something. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll let you use sense the beast on the mirror, oh. which is a strange, but yeah. It's like okay. trying to catch that last whiff of whatever supernatural creature had, had like interacted with this. Okay, so that's animalism and resolve. Um, is that arouse? I don't think no, it it's is. Free. Okay, perfect. That's free. I also have that. Would it be useful if I did it as well? You can also go ahead and do that. I don't have I've, that. I've, I don't think I've ever <laughs> used this. I don't know. What am I rolling? Uh, resolve and animalism. I got. Five successes because I got two. Jeez. Nice. Thank God. <laughs> I got two. Two successes and now my eye is bleeding. Maybe we'll get some <laughs> out of it. I don't know. Well, uh, my eye is bleeding, so maybe it might attract whatever it is. Oh, do I need a willpower yeah. check? Octavia and Evelyn, give me a willpower check. Damn it. Uh, I just used not, two of them. It's not openly bleeding. It's under the thing, if that helps. Yeah, it's not as hard. The difficulty will be lowered. The difficulty is the level of the ability that you used. Two. Uh, wait, six, because I got you tens again. <laughs> yeah, there's too much going on. I'm uh, so stressed right I now. I imagine it's the first level ability, Imogen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's the yeah. only so thing I have for animals. Amazing. So. Uh, Octavia, it smells good in here. Mm. Getting a little bit hungry, but you're not well, compelled you know, to eat, Well, you know, you're Imogen. welcome, because now it doesn't smell like stinky mirror. Uh, Evelyn, 
when you Hi. sense the beast in this mirror trying to catch any glimpse of the last moments of uh, supernatural being, you're momentarily transported through sense back to the streets outside of the theater of the creature with the yellowed eyes staring back at you. And you oh, can almost God. for a moment see the reflection of it in the mirror until you realize that you sort of zoned out a bit. Uh, and then the remaining stank on that mirror just dissipates. I do not like this. What? What is it? I pull out the flyer and smap it. Just like slap it onto the counter or table. That was uh, awfully dramatic. Yeah. Imogen doesn't know what that is and Octavia can't see it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, Octavia, it's a piece of paper. She's slammed down on the table. Would you mind reading it, Imogen? I can't remember what it says. What does it say? Uh, I wasn't paying attention. It wasn't my scene. <laughs> hey, we're investigating. Wow. wow. <laughs> but like, I can't remember it's what the fucking poster says. It's spring heel jack. It's you a warning. I remember what the picture was. I don't remember the text, though. It's a warning flyer said, from get, the constables yeah, telling you to look out for spring it was, it was like, it was drawn super cartoony and like propaganda-y. Uh, one See? thing I forgot to mention is that uh, doing a London folklore was thanks to our Patreon poll of what the next mm. case would be. And I went with Springheel Jack, and I'm so glad I did because this is getting wild. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So a paper was just slammed down. Imogen has declared that it's spring, uh, a constable's letter to look out for a Springheel Jack uh, copycat. I don't know if it is a copycat. I think it might be the real thing. As I have experienced this entity before, and what I sensed in that mirror was the same sense that I had back when I first experienced it. I did encounter a spirit at uh, Aiden's barn that was running from a jack that I did assume was the same. Oh, wonderful. Was Jack at the farm? No, no. No. Uh, running from oh. Jack. I was going to say it, then that would mean that Jack was in two places at once, right? Yes. I'm a little confused if I'm being completely honest Octavia, now. Octavia, uh, one thing I forgot, with your, that high of a roll for your Sense the Unseen, you can actually feel that there are less spirits uh, in the house. The spirits are still there, no. but there are less of them. Oh. Sorry, I forgot I about that. I do believe some of our friends may be missing from this space. It didn't hit me at first, at first, but... I feel empty. Hmm. Well, we'll just, we'll, we'll find him and then we'll suck him up in the Ghostbuster, won't we? Oh, speaking of, I have a new friend. <laughs> uh, I've already used it once tonight. Um, and I'd like to just make some sort of check on like, vibe check on this ghost. <laughs> vibe, check. vibe check. With an insight? All right. Let's call it like, that. Is is he pissed that he's inside the Ghostbuster? How's he doing? Can it be wits in a cult? <laughs> no. Um, you can see as well as... I assume you're pulling the device out, Octavia? Yeah. Uh, Imogen and Evelyn, you can see that the it's it's almost at this point, like the whole bellows mechanism has been taken away and it's more like a harmony with these crystals sort of thing. You can see that the, like, the pincers of the crystals that uh, Octavia had installed are surrounding this sort of, like, now reddish sort of like undulating miasma gem like the gem itself is solid but inside you see just like this 
swirling red and sort of like silver uh, element. Uh, and what did you get, Octavia? Three. Uh, the crystal feels active now that it's worked, but you not you. This is your first time storing a spirit within it, so you don't know if it gets a little bit like shakier when things are angry. So it's very mm. hard to tell any sort of motive or vibes from the the gem itself. Uh, but Evelyn and Imogen clearly see a full gem, a gem with, that's all chock a block with spirit. <laughs> if we are going to be using my uh, Ghostbuster again, um, I do believe I need some help uh, with this spirit that I've already contained inside. Mm. Um. And I like gesture to Evelyn's direction uh, at my best guess. <laughs> I think you could probably hear where I was yeah. talking from. So you're pretty yeah. shifty there, so it's hard to tell if, you, if you're. <laughs> She's very stealthy. <laughs> um, yeah. room. Evelyn, like come over here now. <laughs> <laughs> we do have news for the Giovannis. Do you think? Now may be the right time to pay them a visit. Ah, I think perhaps you may be right. We don't maybe want to figure out the evil spirit guy who's living in our own house. Oh, I think the Giovannis can help us with that. They oh. have a thing for evil spirits. Oh, they do. Okay, great. I, and we I have knew that. some news about their sweet Alvina and her, the news of her passing, and I think they deserve to know the truth. Of course. You could still theoretically use Illuminate the Trail. Yeah, of I was going to do that before yeah. we uh, left. I mm-hmm. can do that now as they were talking since Imogen got me the ribbon. Yeah. Um, I tie it inside the center of this uh, silver metal triangle um, and I set it aflame with a match very carefully. And Prophet's like sitting next to me, ready to like sniff up the smoke. Yes. Uh, so in a good way, not in a bad way. <laughs> give me an intelligence and blood sorcery. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna use a willpower. Sounds. God, I failed every die. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Yike. The dice are telling us something. Two. <laughs> Damn nice. It. Wow. We're not supposed to find out. <laughs> uh. I forget is what the margin is. Um, uh, difficulty equals ritual level plus one. So this ritual level was a two. So the difficulty was three. Fuck. No. It doesn't work. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, so hang you it. sort of, uh, you soak the, the ribbon and hang it up. And then as you light it. Uh, it the, just doesn't light. Yeah, the candle is lit, but the ribbon does not. And it just stays there dormant. Uh, and nothing happens. I'm so sorry. It doesn't seem to be working at the moment. That's all right. We have other means to deal with this situation now. Octavia's like really quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go then? I think that would be best. Yes. Uh, and you're heading towards the Giovanni estate? Yes, I think so. Yes. yes. All right. Uh, this place is more of a mess now than it was when you started cleaning because swear to God, there's an overturned garbage bin with just litters filled everywhere. Where we put all the garbage beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's now a mirror just like haphazardly laid up on a, one of the couches. Uh, dog prints are leading 
uh, in and you, from the entrance. you just know I won't have time to clean that before fucking Florence shows up. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you know it. I mean, we'll see. Who knows? Um, and uh, you all sort of get ready to head back out uh, and head off into the night. Um, the Giovanni state is relatively close to your uh, bureau. Um, and uh, you can walk there if you want. The snow has got, is starting to get a bit thick. It's that like that snow that has just meat to it and stays on the ground uh, and starts to create like thick layers. And you can see just like uh, a occasionally like uh, street sweepers are coming by with like uh, shovels and stuff trying to get a bit of the snow off of the sidewalk. Uh, and you head off towards the Giovanni estate. We need all three of you to give me a wits and awareness, as I imagine you're a little bit on edge. Perhaps. Um, mm, do I want to heighten senses? Do I want to have a bloody forehead when we go there? <laughs> <laughs> I got three successes. Nice. No, Five. I don't. Five successes. All of them. Wow. Only one ten. Too bad. Dang it. I'm going to use a willpower. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Not much better. Three successes. <laughs> Three successes. Uh, eh, that's good enough. Um, and what did you get again, Evelyn? I got also I also got three. OK, so, yes, you're all a little bit on edge right now. Uh, and as you're walking, it's like starting to get a bit later. So there's like less people about. Um, but uh, as you approach the Giovanni estate, uh, you see a familiar figure sort of walking away towards you. Uh, and as it, as it gets closer, you see with like big furred coat at this point and like hair is a little get getting a bit covered with snow. Uh, you see Melinda Lee walking towards of you. Of course. I swear to God. Oh, hello. Oh, it's it's my favorite trio. How are you this evening? Wonderful. Out for a, a midnight stroll? Mm, yes. Always do love this time of year. Yes, it's quite uh, marvelous to see the city not covered with filth and sewage for a change. Mm. <laughs> uh, where are you off to, may I ask? Um, uh, I just look over to... just taking profit to the park, you know? I mean, the park is in that direction. You wouldn't be going There's to... There's more than one park, you know. Yes, this is true, Imogen. We do like to explore. So you're not it's off to pay your respects, profit. then? Pay our respects. Yes. I imagine being a uh, such a high-information individual, Evelyn would have told you that the Giovanni's dear Alvena has passed, or did you not... Were you not aware of that? Oh, no, we've already talked with the Giovannis. Well, they don't seem to recall having a rendezvous with you. I was so? I was there just, again, saying how sorry I am. Alvena was a great addition to their family. And oh, an absolute tragedy, truly. Yes. Well, I hope that you uh, have a good evening then, meeting with them. Uh... Next time I talk to them, I'll be sure to put in a good word for any number of you. <laughs> I Have a lovely night. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Bye. Uh, <laughs> <bitch>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> and uh, she sort of walks away now just like back even mm-hmm. straighter than before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you... Uh, Time for her to move that stick up her ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you uh, stand... Uh, or you walk towards and, and stand in front of the Giovanni State. Again, it's a very large building. It's um, pushed back away from the main street so that there's a large like lawn uh, in front and large like wrought iron fences uh, keeping people out. Uh, Evelyn recognizes this place as she had previously snuck over here once before to eavesdrop mm-hmm. on the family. Um, and you can see that there are uh, lights on the inside of the estate. Uh, and there seems to be a, a bit of movement, more so than you would actually remember there being on any given night, uh, especially with, like, William uh, checking out uh, the place. And uh, you make it through the wrought iron fences open without a problem, uh, and the four of you walk towards uh, the estate of the Giovanni family to declare to them that their uh, daughter's death was at the hands of the Inquisitors. And that mm-hmm. is where we are going to leave it. We're going to pick up yeah. there next time. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I had such a good idea. It's okay. We can do it next time. We're going to probably pick up okay. exactly there when we come back. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm stressed. Thank you for listening to Tabletop Titties, Titties by Night. Kelly Wright is our storyteller, and our season one TBN players include Charlene Bear, Emily Matchett, and Rachel Thelade. Our sound engineer and logo designer is Kelly Wright, and our episodes are edited by Kelly Wright. All music featured in Tabletop Titties is from the website Pixabay, CompetechMusic.com by Kevin McLeod, using a Creative Commons license, or FreeMusicArchive.org. For more information, including a full list of songs used in every episode, please check out our website tabletoptitties.com that's tabletoptitties with double d's if you know what we mean we'll see you next time